Hello, hello, you beautiful badass. I am so excited. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so happy that you're here. And it's 2022, and I'm just ready for it. I am so excited for this year. I just feel so energized, and I'm ready. Are you ready? Like, I just feel like this year's a sh- like a shifting year for me. So I'm really excited to bring a lot of stuff, a lot of learnings, a lot of teachings to 2022 and you're coming along with me for the ride. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can find me at Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, the letter A and my last name, H-O-R-N-E. So Ashley A. Horn on Instagram, because that is where I post kind of like real time stuff of what's happening in the podcast for me, I always look at it as like deeper, deeper learnings. I get to go into more things a little longer. And I love the fact that I can just like be in your ear and talk to you like your best friend. So um, I'm excited. So as you can tell by the title of this podcast, and again, if you've been following me on Instagram, something magical happened, something big happened in the last uh, week of 2021. And it was really a vision board, dream board, manifestation come true. And if you've been following me around for a while, you will know I've been looking for a car which feels like a hundred thousand years when in reality it was like a year and a half. But I've been looking for a really long time and she is finally here. She has arrived. I swear to God I feel like I had a baby. I'm like, should I throw a baby shower? Like a car baby shower? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I'm just like, she's here. Like, I'm so excited. And and I thought that it would I would jump on here on the podcast and just share with you just a little bit of the backstory about it. Because as much as you get to see the end result of me purchasing the car, this car actually taught me so much more than that. Yeah, believe me, I was shocked too when looking back that I'm like this car, literally this like possession um, taught me so much about myself, so much about my thought process and thinking process, so much about my businesses. And I just thought it would be helpful to share with all of you what specifically came from it. And like I said, you only get to see a couple pieces on Instagram. And I feel like here on the podcast, I really get to go deep. And so that's what I'm really, really excited about is just really being able to go deep into the whole process of me buying this amazing car. And if you've watched my dream board video, you'll know that that's been on my dream board for a while. And the best part about this is um, since posting it on my Instagram, I've had like girlfriends of mine from like years ago be like, oh my God, do you remember when you drove in mine and you were just like wanting this car forever? Like it has been years and years and years. And it's funny when you don't remember, I've kind of pushed some things down. I really try to stay focused in the present moment and not really think too much about the past. But like when people from my girlfriends from the past kind of come and is like, remember this and remember we did this and remember we would go test drive them together. And I'm like, oh my God. It really is such a magical and amazing thing that came true for me. So I'm just relishing in the gratefulness. I'm I'm just really, 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 truly grateful for the start of this year. It just feels really like a kick-ass start to 2022. So let's jump into it. So if you are in the process 
And if you are listening to this um, not in real time, it is the beginning of 2022 in January. And right now, the industry, the car industry as a whole is terrible. Like if you are in the process of purchasing a car, my heart goes out to you like I'm with you because there is such a shortage on cars that it was just such an interesting process. And that's kind of, I think where I'll start maybe is the first things first is that I started to feel like I'm always doing things backwards. And what I mean by that is at the beginning of when COVID first hit, no one was driving cars. So cars were basically like, I mean, everything dropped with cars, everything. You could you could really negotiate anything you wanted with cars. Like when you try to turn your lease in early, um, I had a lease before this and they just were like, no, like you can turn it in, but you're going to still have to make the payments for it and things like that. They were just like giving away cars for free practically. And then at when um, everything kind of changed, then when interest rates got really low, all the car loans and stuff were super low and super cheap at that time. And so of course, when I'm like actually getting serious about buying a car and ready to buy a car, it's like the time where um, the opposite happens where there's not enough cars out there. And there was like, I mean, literally I would look at one car and it would be gone the next day. Or I would go to the dealership and they were like, this is the only car that you can drive. This is the only one that we have on the lot right now. And it's funny because I started talking to some of the the car salespeople and I'm like, do you love this right now? Like, are you happy and excited that things are just like basically flying off the lots? And um, I got some mixed reviews, but I thought it was interesting because first side of things, they were like, no, because we obviously want customers you know, continuously. And the second the second side of things is like, well, yeah, I love this. But again, same thing, like we want to do this more and more. You know, people aren't getting what they want and it's frustrating for us and frustrating um, for them. So I had, I had went um, again over the last year and a half and I've test drove everything. I mean, everything. And I had made a decision that what felt really expansive to me is to get a luxury car. And I, something that people might not know about me is I love cars. I actually don't mind driving at all if it's under four hours, really over four hours, I get a little squirrely and I'm like, okay, I gotta get like the heck out of the car. But like I can really handle, you know, about three and a half to four hours. After that, I'm like, please put me on a plane. Uh, But I actually enjoy driving. I enjoy um, listening to music or listening to a podcast. I actually enjoy, um, enjoy getting into my car. And so I love having a fast car. I love having a car that is just really fun to drive. I love the way the engine sounds when you push on the gas pedal. Like I just, I love everything about a car. And, um, so when I was going down the road of what I wanted, I really, and as I teach, you know, the first thing is, is getting really clear of what it is that you desire. And so I really opened myself to what is it if I could pick any car that I wanted, what would it be, right? What would I, what, what would I really, really want um, to, like, what, what do I want? Because what that allowed me to do 
was to not only start to build some of the like bones of the car, like for instance, did I want a sedan or did I want an SUV, right? Um, did I want two doors or did I want four doors? Um, like it just kind of allowed me to start to kind of build the car from like, if I kind of gave my brain the ability to just to be like, what is it that we want? And then I also paid attention to what was on the road, right? I was like, what do I gravitate towards when I see cars on the road? What do I like? What body shapes do I like? Like what, you know, what attracts me to certain things? So that was the first thing is kind of allowing my brain just to be able to visualize. The second thing is test driving. So for me and my like manifestation processes and my visualization is like visualization can only get me so far. I'm definitely the type of person that has to put myself in that situation to really seal my manifestation. So for me, it was going and test driving. Um, And so I did this two different ways. Number one, I went to the dealership. But obviously, as I explained to you, is like dealers had like basically no cars um, when I actually wanted to start test driving. So before that, before I even knew obviously the car shortages, um, I used an app called Turo, um, T-U-R-O. And basically, I loved it because the app itself, and I'm not sponsored by them, I just love them, is you can rent other people's cars. So I would go on Turo and I would rent the cars that I really wanted, um, that I really thought I wanted in my dream car. So I would like, again, after I kind of identified the cars that I wanted, um, instead of going for like a five minute test drive that you really don't get to like get to know the car and figure out what features you like and what features you don't like. Like I remember I went and test drove one of the cars and like the... um, um the air vents that the air blows out of like in the car, they didn't move. And I was like, I know it may seem very small, but I was like, this is a deal breaker for me. Like I I can't handle like the air just blows in my eyes and I can't like fix it besides like just turning it down. I was like, no, this won't work for me. And um, with Turo, what it allowed me to do was really spend some time with the car, you know, really being able to um, get into the car, spend some time with it, figure out like, once I was ready to like build my dream car or start to visualize it, not only could I actually picture what it was like to drive it, I got to start assembling what it was, what was the car going to look like? What did I want? What features did I actually not want? Um, I know like um, in my car specifically, um, there's like a refrigerator that you can get in the middle of your car. And one of my best friends who had a Range Rover, she had this. And personally, I was like, I think this would be a cool feature for the first like month that I have the car and then I'll probably never use it because I actually personally like, I don't like cold, cold, cold water. Um, I actually like um, room temperature. So I'm like, I'll never, I'll never use this. Um, And so again, like those were things that, you know, I started that I got to know just by spending some time with the car. It actually, the not getting the cooler as bougie as that, like as great as that sounds, um, allowed me to have more space in my center console. And that was more important. And by the way, I hate using the word bougie because um, one of my exes used to use that all the time. And it was such a negative word because your desires are safe for you to have no matter what it is that you want, no matter if it's quote unquote bougie, no matter like whatever it is that you want, your desires are safe to have. So I pay attention to the words that I try to use. That one just kind of slipped out. Um, 
So I just got to spend some time with the car. So I really test drove a lot of different cars through Turo. And um, I know that you may look at some of the higher end luxury cars on Turo and it might be more of an investment um, than you're used to. But I really, for me, if I'm going to invest in a car, um, I want to make sure that I really like the car, that I really enjoy and spending a couple hundred bucks, you know, up front, um, even if it's for a day or two, um, to know or eliminate that car was worth it for me in the long run. So that really helped kind of narrow down what it is that I was looking for. Um, and that's where I got to pick like the color of the car. I got to pick like what I want in the interior. I mean, literally, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like if you look at my dream board, it literally, it looks exactly like the car that I have now. It just, it blows me away. It's just really, truly magical. You know, I just, I just love this process. And I just, like I said, I don't think it, I don't say crazy because crazy makes it seem like it shouldn't be something that happens, which is why I use the word, um, magical. So that was kind of the first thing that I did to really start feeling into it, okay? The second thing is, is I actually researched what it is that the car was going, like basically got an approximation of what I thought it was going to, the investment was going to be on a monthly basis. So let me take a step back there. I basically figured out what type of investment was I comfortable in making into the car. So once I figured out what type of car that I want, I researched and I was like, what would this actually be? Because I had two cars that I really, really, really fell in love with. And I was like, what feels better for me? What feels like the best investment? Because if you, again, if you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I never, ever, ever, ever use the words or speak the words in my own life that I can't afford something. I just don't believe that. I don't believe any of that stuff. If I really truly wanted something specifically, I would make it happen. But I also believe that there are seasons in my life and there are times where I'd rather, you know, take that investment and invest it in other places. You know, I am a very, well, working on it. I allow things to come to me and I allow things to happen. Believe me, this is a practice because I'm not the most patient person. I'd like to get everything up front, but I know things happen in their own divine timing. So I was really feeling into what feels good for me specifically. You know, what's in alignment with what I feel comfortable with investing in that side of things? Because one of the cars that I was looking at um, at the time, it was going for like $70,000 over MSRP. And I was like, you know what? As much as I would love to invest in that way right now, it just doesn't feel in line with, with what I'm trying to do at the moment. Um, again, I believe I can have everything that I want. But at that time and at that moment, I was like, you know what? This just doesn't feel right for me. And so for me, I eliminated that. I was like, I feel good about walking away from this and... If that's something that I get in the future, awesome. If it's something that I never get, like, that's okay too. You know, I think a lot of times I find people get very nervous with writing down their desires or writing down what it is that they want because they're worried that if it doesn't happen in that specific way, they're worried that they almost look at it like a failure. 
And the reason why I know this so well is because I've been there, (laughs) you know, especially with this other car. This is the car that I thought I wanted forever. I thought I wanted this car. And the second thing that I learned through this process is I wasn't the car that I wanted, this first car that I wanted, I only wanted it is because it was a symbol that I saw other business owners and entrepreneurs and other women in my, like basically speaking about the same thing, getting this type of vehicle. And so for me, that looked to me like the pillar of success. I'm like, okay, this is the car that makes me think that I'm there. I've done something, I'm there, you know, all that stuff. I got this, right? But I never really dug deep. And I've realized this throughout my career is like, I would follow along with other people because I thought that's what defined as success. And what happens is there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. If you want to get something because someone else has it, listen, I don't shame anyone for those feelings. My encouragement to you is to really fall back in love with yourself. What do you want in this life? Like if you take that away, right? You take that out of it. You really spend some time with yourself and you're like, what makes me happy specifically? And honestly, what I had to do was I had to block out some of the social media stuff. Really, truly. I really had to separate and step back, maybe not see as much of the things that I was seeing and really fall back in love with who Ashley is. I really wanted to spend some time of like, what do I want truly? Besides who cares about if it's a symbolization for someone else's success, like what do I symbolize as success? What does this car mean to me specifically? What are the things that I'm looking for? And it took me a minute. Listen, this is not something that came overnight is I really had to get quiet with my thoughts and be like, what makes me happy? Like what makes me a happy person? And you know what I think is really funny about buying a car? Everyone has an opinion, everyone. When I was first telling people that I was looking at a Range Rover, I heard everything up and down. I heard everything. And here's the thing is honestly, everyone was trying to be helpful. Like it did not come from a place of like, but it was just very interesting that when I shared my desires. And there wasn't a lot of people that I actually shared um, what it is that I was doing. I kind of was, again, really getting into like, what does Ashley really truly want? Like, what does she focus on? What does she want? Um, What feels good for her? Those sort of things. And I knew that if I started listening or allowing other people's opinions to come in, that um, it might fill my head a little bit. And I was like, no, I was like, I want to get to the point where I feel really, really good about this decision. And then it doesn't really matter what other people think or say. So I was just was very internal about what was um, what I was doing and what I really truly wanted. Because again, everyone has an opinion on everything. And if you're in the beginning stages or if you're a manifestation, um, you're very vulnerable to other people's opinions in the beginning. And so it's really 
if you are feeling like in that place is tell people that you really trust. Tell people that it can hold space for you to just be like, that's amazing and just be supportive and really not give an opinion unless you ask for one. Um, because again, like sometimes it can sway people to make decisions. And I've recognized that in my life over the last couple of years, again, of what I've defined as success, I allowed other people to define what that was. And I've gotten really good over the last couple of years of like, what does Ashley want? What does Ashley define as success? And what's the difference between my ego speaking and what it is that I truly actually desire? And again, this isn't something that happens overnight. This is practice, you know, and that's why I have my online courses about it. And that's why I teach about it. And why I post a lot about it is because it's something that you work on all the time, just like a muscle. So like I said, kind of reviewing is number one is getting clear on what it is that I desire. Get really clear on what specifically that it is that I desire. I did that through um, a lot of visualization, a lot of Pinterest, a lot of paying attention to what was on the road, um, what how I would feel, that sort of thing. And then the second thing that I did was solidifying the manifestation with the actual physical, like actually going and test driving it so I could have the memory of test driving to cement it to the visualization that I was doing. And so that was, those were two kind of big, big things when it comes down to manifestation. Okay. Um, The third thing that this really taught me is the fact that I was terrified to make a wrong decision. So one of the big things that I work through is um, that that there is a wrong decision, basically, that I could do something and do something wrong. Now, here's the thing. At this point, I had never bought a car myself, ever. I've never done this process alone. And I always had my dad there to support me. I always had a boyfriend the last time I bought a car. I remember um, a couple years ago when I was getting into a lease, Um, I hired a um, broker to help me find a car and deal with the dealership and I paid the broker and then I didn't have to do anything. They negotiated on my behalf and literally delivered me the car. And that was amazing. Everything that worked. But I realized looking back that the reason why I worked with a broker is because I was very nervous about number one, being taken advantage of, number two, doing something wrong you know, making like a wrong decision. And when I actually sat down and thought about that, because I could have, I did talk to a broker during this process and I just didn't click with them. It just didn't feel right to me. It just felt very, you just know when you get that feeling, your just energies don't align. And I just didn't feel like it was the person that I really wanted to work with. And I didn't want to shy away from a challenge I really wanted to face what was going on internally so I could really heal it and work through it. I really believe when things come up and bubble up to the surface and get a little uncomfortable, I'm like, this is where some healing needs to be done. This is where exactly where I want to work through and get through this process. And you know what? If I get through the process and look back and be like, oh my gosh, I should have done this, this, and this, guess what? I've I've learned so much by going through it the 2.0 version of myself that comes 
through this process and the person that I become through this is going to be so much more knowledgeable and ready to do this again. And the biggest thing is that I worked on through this process always was checking in with myself, was really asking myself, is is this in alignment with who I am, with myself? Does this feel good? Does this feel like my highest purpose right now? You know, and I really kind of trusted, practiced trusting myself completely. And I would ask myself, like, what is the worst thing that could happen here? And the worst thing that came up for me was that I could be taken advantage of or I could be ripped off. And I talked to my business coach about this and he always chuckled and he's like, what does that actually mean? What does taken advantage or getting ripped off exactly mean? And what came out of that, what I thought and what I think came out of that is no one can take advantage of you. No one. No one can take advantage of you because that just is not possible. That's my controlling my own emotions, my own feelings, and going with my own instincts of what I feel is right for me specifically. Now, you might listen to the story, the rest of the story, and be like, oh my God, Ashley, I would have done it this way or this way or this way. That's great, right? This is what felt aligned for me. This is what felt good for me in this process. This is what was good for me to elevate and to get to the next level and make me feel good and all of this stuff. That's the most important thing for me is how I'm feeling right now currently, you know? Because again, I feel like not one of the decisions that I've made were out of alignment with what I wanted and I'm so happy and grateful for the whole process what, that I've been through. And that leads me to going to a dealership um, one random day, actually, when Scott was looking for a car, and we decided to go to um, the Range Rover, de- Range Rover dealership. And we met this amazing, amazing woman, um, Lainey, and she was awesome. I mean, really awesome. And we had worked together for a little bit. Um, I had finally started getting a little bit more serious about having a car because Really, for me, what I defined as why I desired a car. So the third thing that I will say for this is like your desires are completely safe for you to have. Whatever it is that you want, you're able to manifest anything that you want into your life. Well, the third thing here is feeling like I've already had the thing that I want, okay? Feeling into like I already have the car right now. What does it feel like for me? And for me, I did some deep soul searching and the best word that came out of having the car was freedom. I love the ability to just pick up and just go wherever I wanted to go. And now having the car for, this is day two, this morning I like woke up and just drove to a random coffee shop that I wanted to go exploring. You know, I just wanted to pick up and go and explore, especially living in a new city. I would, I want, I was like, I just want to do a day trip somewhere or I want to go overnight and go stay somewhere and go explore this amazing state that I just moved to. And so the biggest thing that came through to me was feeling freedom, was feeling freedom, was feeling like a badass bitch. I just kind of got that power vibe energy from this beautiful car, you know? That's really what I stay connected to. And what I practice every single day is that the car was already here. It was feeling into that my manifestations that I had everything that I want right now. I felt into the freedom. I felt into the having like being able to do and go wherever it is that I want because 
in reality, I could go and do where, like, and pick up and go. And I did have those freedoms, especially because we live in the most beautiful world of Ubers and Lyfts. And I have the bestest friend in the whole wide world that allowed me to graciously allowed me to use his car during the time that I was figuring out this process. I mean, literally be able to use it whenever I wanted. So really, truly, I did have freedom already. And that just allowed me to release the timeline of the car, okay? And so while we were looking for cars, I met this wonderful woman named Lainey. And her and I stayed in touch. And really, I was like, this is what I'm looking for. I gave her the specifics of what I'm looking for. And her and I kind of started narrowing down. At first, in the beginning, um, again, this was kind of still in the process where I was like, what kind of more bells and whistles that I wanted. I knew exactly what like the um, uh, base kind of of everything was. But then again, I've never bought a a Range Rover before, so I didn't know kind of what came with it. And, um, And so I, you know, I spent some time just kind of figuring out what it is that I wanted. But the problem was, is with everything that was happening with the car shortages, she would get a car. I would kind of think about her or wanting to go see it. And again, I didn't really have... Um, you know, um, I couldn't just drop everything and go look at this car. It would either be gone in one second or it wouldn't be the color combination that I wanted. It just, it just didn't feel like it was alignment. It just felt like there was resistance. Like I felt it in my chest and I was like, you know what? I, I just know my car's out there, but this just isn't it. And so I went back up to see her. Um, I believe twice I went to go see her And, um, I just didn't, like I said, we looked at different color combinations and I just didn't really feel into it. And at a certain point I had rented a color combination just to kind of see what it felt like. And I started getting really comfortable in maybe I was like, maybe this is the color combination that I want. Maybe if like, you know, maybe I should just feel like I should just go with this because it's easiest. And so I went and sat with her one last time and I was like, you know, I really just want this color combination. I'm just really feeling like this is the color combination. We've just gone back and forth over the last couple months. And I just feel like, you know, maybe my car's not out there. Maybe I just need to wait a little bit. And at this point, I was just surrendering to the universe. So the next step in this, um, the fourth step is just surrendering, just surrendering to the timing that I had. And I was like, I know it's going to come, but I have to be patient and surrender to when specifically that's going to be. I mean, listen, I would have loved it months ago or even a year ago, but I really allowed divine timing to happen. And I really was like, you know what? I just, this is kind of what it is that I want. I even showed her my vision board that I had on my phone. And Lainey, being awesome, was like, you know what? Let's just build your car. Let's just custom build it. And I remember looking at her being like, I didn't even know that was an option. Like, how come this is the first time I've been hearing about it? Like, yes, 100%. Absolutely. Abs, abs, absolutely. And so we spent a little bit of time together custom building everything. Again, she was so helpful and like, you know, definitely get this, need this. Again, I kind of, we did it collaboratively. I loved it. Everything that I wanted, I put the deposit down on the car and she was like, okay, we just don't know when the car's coming in. So again, surrendering into divine timing. She's like, as of right now, it's going to be Christmas Eve. I said, also great. I said, I probably won't, I won't be here. I won't be in town for Christmas Eve. I'll be back celebrating with my family, but we'll figure it out when it gets closer. This was August timeframe. 
Now, the best thing about what I do in my energetic world of money and which I teach on all the time is I already started to believe that I had my investment in my car in August. So I already started getting my head around the investment. Like way before this, I energetically was getting in line in the investment that I wanted. But this time I actually took the inspired action to move money specifically from my checking to my um, car account. So I would make sure every single month I would transfer money pretending that I already had the car at this point, which was awesome. And so I was already getting used to having that investment already and preparing for that um, and being ready for it. And so then at that time, you know, we built the car. She's like, if we want to make any changes, um, we can, but um, but the, if we do, that might prolong the car. Um, and so again, I just, I released it and I was just like, it's going to come and this is what it's going to be like. And I'm really excited for it. And again, I kept feeling into the feelings of my car's already here. I already feel free. I already feel this freedom. It's going to look amazing, all this stuff. So sure enough, right before I left for, um, right before I left for Christmas to go home, she texted me. I got the text message that your car is in and I was just ecstatic. I was like, first of all, it didn't feel real to me. I was like, this is just does not feel real. It's been so many months that when I put the order in that it's just, I can't believe it's here. I can't believe the time frame's here. And I was literally taking off on a flight. Um, I got a text message the day before. And then I was so packed that day with stuff before I was leaving that the next day I was literally getting on a flight and I was like, I'm going to come see it. Because remember, at this point, I haven't seen it at all. I, we just, we've just built it. And so I want to make sure that this is the car that I want. This is what I desire. And so one of my good friends came with me and I took a couple of videos and I saw her for the first time. And I just, the amount of joy and happiness, and I just was overwhelmed. I was like, this, this is it. Like, this is, she's beautiful. She's amazing this is it, you know? And I knew going into going to the dealership, I knew that um, I was starting to feel a lot of pressure from the dealership. Um, I really started to feel a lot of pressure from them because when they placed the order, they would on- they could only place three of the cars, like the type of car that I have. And so that type of car was very highly desirable uh, with a lot of people. And there were and so I felt a lot of pressure. So I made it very clear to Lainey that I was like, listen, I only have time to see the car and then um, and then we can do everything via um, online and, and the computer and that sort of thing. So, so I just wanted to set a boundary that we're going there and only looking at the car for a little while. And then I had to leave because I had to catch a flight literally that night. And if you guys all know me, I was not packed yet. Or no, actually, you know what? No, I'm giving myself a little bit more credit. I was packed. I just wasn't 100% packed. And so I wanted to get home and make sure everything was good and everything, you know, was in my suitcase and things like that. So, um, and so I saw her and I was like, this is amazing and everything is perfect. And like I said, this, I was feeling a lot of pressure. And so I just really wanted some space to be able to have them kind of go through the process. And the best thing about this looking back is I was 
completely honest with Lainey on it. And I know that sometimes people out there might be like, you shouldn't be as honest with the car people because they're just going to try to take advantage of you. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do things differently. And if if people really want to rip me off that bad because they need the money, then they need the money more than I do, honestly. And if they'll live with that and I won't live with that. And I felt very comfortable from the second that I met Lainey. I mean, the second that I met with her, I just clicked with her and I just thought she was so great. It was so fun to be with her. The test drives were always so fun. She was always super honest with me, even when she was feeling pressure from the top. Um, She always just explained to me kind of what was going on. I always felt in the loop over everything. So I see the car before Christmas. They really want to get it done ASAP, get all the paperwork, but I just needed some space. I just needed some time. I needed some space. I wanted to see all the numbers. At this point, by the way, I had no idea how much the investment was, you know, no idea. And so after I saw her, I was like, I know this is my car. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to feel comfortable. I know everything is going to work out for me. Those were my mantras. I just knew it. I just knew that everything is always working out for me. The universe always has my back. This is my desire that I've wanted for so long. And I know it's going to happen. And I just was very calm about it and very just felt no resistance at all whatsoever. And so I got the quote from her back. And I again, as I told you, we were so honest with each other. And I was like, listen, I know people don't buy cars for MSRP. So like, you know, kind of tell me a little bit about what's going on. And now I don't know, again, if this is a sales tactic. And people could be listening to this and be like, again, oh my gosh, Ashley, like, why didn't you do this, this, and this? But again, as I shared with you, my journey, I feel very comfortable with everything that I've done with everything that how it laid in place, I feel very good about it, you know, and I don't believe that getting ripped off or getting taken advantage of no one can do that to me. No one can do that unless I allow them and unless I make a definition of what that is. And for me, I feel like getting ripped off or taken advantage of is if I set an expectation with myself. And if I break that expectation within myself, that for me was my definition. And so when I was talking to her about the MSRP value and listen, I know a lot of people don't pay. I mean, she just told me flat out because I told you all that she was, we were so honest with each other with everything, you know, and she was like, listen, as much as I would love to negotiate this car, like this car is going to go for $20,000 over MSRP if you don't take the car. You know, we've already had a lot of offers on it and people asking questions on it because inventory is just so low. She's just like, this is just the time frame that we're in right now. And so I had to think about this for a minute. I took a day to think about it. And I was like, does this still feel in alignment with what I want out of this relationship? Is this part of the expectation that I set within myself? And I had to think about the flip side of things. I had to think of the other side. So let's just say I did play hardball. Let's just say this was a bluff. I wanted to call it and just say, no, I'm not going to get this car, right? Well, the flip side of things is, is that I could lose the car. You know, that that's the worst case scenario is that I could lose the car. And I wanted to evaluate what was the time value that I would like, that I would be missing, what would be the amount of time that I would have to put back into this search process if I missed out the car? Because that's worth something. My time is worth a lot to me and I protect it at all costs. So what that would, how much time would I have to go into finding another car? You know, and again, like would I want to wait for another couple of months? What does that look like in my life? What does that change? 
to me, that wasn't worth it to me. To me, that wasn't something that I was willing to do. And it still felt like in an aligned decision to continue to move forward. So I knew going into it, so the next the next thing was the interest rate side of things. And now I knew that that was the area that I could negotiate. I knew going into it because I came equipped um, with making sure to do some research online of what car buying is. And I did ask one of my business associates is I knew about the interest rate side of things. Now, listen, I knew that we were in a different rate market just based on where things are. And I knew that I maybe wouldn't get under 1%. I knew that a lot of people got that. Um, a while ago, and I knew that wasn't. So again, I wanted to set an expectation with myself of what felt good for me, what felt in line, those sort of things. And so I did do a little bit of, I talked with the guy mainly, and I did a little bit of research on my own. And when he first originally came back with the first interest rate, I said, listen, I know what my credit score is. And I bank with this, um, credit that you're using for everything, go back and see if there's anything else that you can do um, to help get the interest rate a little bit better. And I'm going to research and do other things because they had told me if I found a certain amount of interest rate, they would match it. And I went on and I looked at all these interest rates and they were really high. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see, this is the number that I want. This is what I want to get close to. This would feel good for me. And I would feel good that I actually negotiated something out of this deal um, and that was the interest rate. And so the next morning, um, he had texted me and said, this is what the interest rate is. Um, you know, this is, we did get it able to lock in at this amount, um, the interest rate that you want. And I said, that's awesome. And so Lainey reran the numbers for me. Everything looked good. Now, um, the thing is at this moment, um, we were buying it through my corporation. And so, at the time, my little baby business has grown very, very much, but I didn't incorporate it yet. We weren't planning on incorporating. It was part of my plan to do it for 2022. But again, divine timing, I really, truly, truly believe in. And that morning, I was meeting with my C- my CFPA team, and I had talked to them, and they were miracle workers with me chatting with Lainey through text message and them getting everything set up. I mean, like I said, when I say things literally fell into place, I was so at peace with this decision. Again, I still was thinking to myself, if worse comes to worse and I lose this car, I lose the car and I'll be able to figure it out again. It really isn't going to be the end of the world. Do I want the car? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean I'm going to hold so tightly onto it that I'm going to struggle it, you know, that I'm going to struggle it, strangle it. And so I really allowed myself to release it. And I'm telling you, everything fell into place. My CPA team, we were, excuse me, they were able to get me the EIN number that I needed and be able to do it and run it through the business. And really everything fell into place. So after we were kind of waiting and we were making sure it kind of went through with 24 hours, um, that after I got back home, um, we did a whole day of snowboarding it just felt right for me. I was just ready for it. I was ready to sign all the paperwork. You know, Lainey's like, hey, are we ready to go? And I text her, I'm like, let's do this. Let's do all the paperwork. Let's fill everything out. We did everything electronically. I was sitting by a beautiful fire. I had all my family around me. Um, we just celebrated the night before. I like told my family I incorporated the, this baby business I started a year ago. And now it's an incorporation and a company. And it's so fun. And I announced at dinner And now the next day, I'm literally sitting with my family and buying my dream car. I mean, it just really was the most wonderful two days and just such 
just gratefulness all around. Honestly, it's that's just really the big word that I can think of that I really connect with the most. And so I got all the paperwork in and everything and I did everything that Lainey wanted. And I remember texting her being like, so does this mean it's actually mine? Like, do I own it? And she's like, you are now the proud owner of a Range Rover. And I just remember just screaming and shouting and drinking a little bit of champagne and being like, I can't believe I bought a car completely all on my own. You know, I didn't really, you know, um, go back to other people to like clarify if what I was doing was right or wrong. I really trusted myself. Honestly, if I were to get a tattoo on my body, I swear to God, it's going to be trust because that's the biggest lesson that I took away from this car is to trust myself completely. Trust my desires, trust my intuition, trust my gut, trust my alignment. It was just trusting myself to know that I was going down this wrong path and that I could not get this wrong. I couldn't. There's just, that was not even on the table. It was not even in the realm of possibilities because getting it wrong doesn't exist because even if I needed to pivot, I would learn from that and be a better person coming out of it. The way that we have pivots in our life is to make us better humans, make us more woke to situations, make us be able to adjust and pivot in things that happen in our life. It makes us more empathetic if we go through something. It makes us more relatable to people to be like, I've been through this situation. You could maybe help someone else through it. Like, There's just so much to learn from going through situations. And the best thing and the most important thing is I learned to trust. I really learned to trust myself completely, 100% through this process. And that was the biggest thing that came out of it. And so honestly, this has been such a wonderful start and kickoff to 2022. I'm just so grateful. I'm happy that you're along for the ride. One of the last things that I want to mention on this, and I don't feel necessarily... um, the ability to share everything because I do want to be open and vulnerable with the things that happen in my life and my journey and that sort of thing. And so I will say this and and I might see if it feels good for me to say it a couple of times in the future if I find it necessary. But if any of this stuff that I shared with you brings up anything in you, any sort of emotion that doesn't feel right for you, you know, if it just kind of feels like um, if judgment comes through or any sort of emotion that just just kind of feels not sitting right with you, that's an area of opportunity for you to really look at. You know, I used to kind of, when I used to scroll through Instagram, if something came up for me that I would, ident- I, I always identify the emotion. It always helps like give it a name. So whether for me, it was a big thing was jealousy. I would see someone doing something and I would be like, oh my God, I'm really jealous that they get to do that. Or if they had a relationship that I wanted or they were flying around in a private jet, like jealousy was the big thing that came through. And the one thing that really helped me that I mentioned on my last Instagram post about this is I really changed it and turned it into something positive. And I really allowed myself to say, thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you, angels. Thank you, whomever that you want to thank. Thank you for showing me something that I actually want to desire. You know, thank you for showing that these are the experiences that I want in my life. And that's actually what I can add to my vision board. That's what I can add to holding space to having these things come into my life. This is where I can start from that you showed me that these are maybe things that I want to do in my life. So this brings up anything. Don't judge yourself. Um, Be easy on yourself on these situations. That's a good place for you to dig into. 
Um, this is my journey. These are my stories that I'm sharing with you. Um, these are my learnings and my takeaways. Um, and I'm sharing with them what feels authentic to myself. This is exactly, again, this is my journey. This is what feels aligned for me and my life. And again, some of these things you might love and some of these things, you know, you leave the things that you feel are valuable and you leave the other things that you don't. And, but I love you and I'm so excited to be a part and kick off 2022. I have a lot of really good things coming. I'm releasing a couple of things actually this week. So pay attention to my Instagram um, if you do want to get more involved in um, working together in a lot of different ways, helping you, um, you know, go through and having a better relationship with money so that you really can go out there and change the world. That's my biggest mission and what I really learned from doing my Think Week, which is a podcast that I'm going to be releasing as well as kind of all my learnings from my Think Week is my goal and my my why of why I'm here on this earth is to help other good-hearted, amazing people in this world define whatever they think is wealth is for themselves is become very wealthy so that they can go and invest in causes that they care about. Because I can't get, do everything at once. I can't split myself into a hundred different things as much as I would love to in a lot of different causes that I really truly am passionate about. If I can inspire other people and then they can go and invest in the causes that they believe in, that's my sole mission. So thank you for listening to this. You are amazing. Um, if you're not following me along on the socials, I would love to have you over there. If you found this helpful and you love the podcast and you love listening to this, um, please review this on iTunes and give me a five-star review because it just really shows that these are the types of content that you want me to continue to produce for you because I love you and I want to give you things um, that feel in line with you as well and can help you. Um, and that just helps me. So I love you. I hope you have a great kickoff to 2022 and I'll talk to you later.